Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe. And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're the heart behind the Heart and Hustle podcast. Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation. We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag, BossSoHard. We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank account. So sit back, relax, and take Hello. Welcome back. Happy last episode of May. Everybody's saying it's summer. It's not summer. <laughs> That's what we were just talking about off air, that it's a pet peeve for both of us when people are like, it's summer, but we're like, it's not. Summer even. is June yeah. 21st. Summer solstice. It's a big, We've got a, it's a high holiday, whole, y'all. Almost a whole month. Not a full month, but you know, we but got some I think some people days. go by their like school schedule, yeah. and if you have kids in school, then they're out. My child goes to school year round, so that means nothing say, like, to me. Down here in Florida, people are like, it's summer, but then like in a lot of places up north, people are like, uh, we're still in school. Yeah, for... New York is like in school for another month or so, I think. Yeah, yeah so... so. It's not really summer until June 21st. Also, I'm like, don't speak it into existence. Like, I think a lot of people like summer more than us, and that must be what it is. But I'm like, I prefer spring to summer. Give me the humidity. I want to smell bad. Let's all smell bad together collectively. Yeah. I'm not, you know, summer is... uh... Summer is great in Canada. Canada is, like, the only place legit where can Like, summer, I feel like, would be mad enjoyable. Because in Michigan right now, it's, like, 96. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. And you can't even go to Michigan and no. enjoy summer. That sounds no. disgusting. Like, you need to go above and beyond Michigan mm. and just go straight up to the Great White North and go to Canada. So Yeah, or like in Australia where it's the opposite Yeah, seasons. it's winter right now <laughs> in New Zealand where I would rather be, but, you know, we'll see. what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So today we're going to talk a bit about some brands and businesses and influencers that we have just really been feeling lately who we feel like are killing in the game from a ton of different industries. Um, just because, why not? Uh, you know, I, obviously we have people on that we share all the time, but these are just people that we are consistently following up on their stuff and, and loving all that they are having to offer. So because we have a lot of um, like long interviews coming up and we've done a lot of long interviews, uh, this season. Figured we'd give you a little bit of a shorter episode. We'll see if it's shorter. Um, <laughs> Watch I say that and then it's like an hour. <laughs> mess. But no, what we assume will be a little bit of a shorter episode. We never really be, know. It will be shorter than just, the last episode. I know that. Yeah. I know yeah, it that will, for it a fact. Will. There you go. I was say, because we just, I mean, we always have a, that, that's the thing is people do ask us like, well, what is the process? And I'm like, we always have an outline, whether it's just the two of us or whether we're working with, um, you know, someone else and interviewing them. But, you know, you never know how the chemistry is going to go, especially with another person being in the studio with us. And so when that happens, sometimes, you know, we just hit it off really We've well. We've we really good at improvising, though. Exactly. Which is yeah. nice. So, all right. So we're going to get into it and share um, five each. So, Angelica, you can go first. Well, we talked about this. I don't know if it was on air conversation last week because we had a bit of a like off air mm-hmm. conversation with Ashley of Sweet Utopia. But she was telling us to go to New General, which is a coffee shop backslash kind of retail space. Um, it's backslash cafe yeah. sort of thing here um, in Winter Park. And so I took it in consideration. I had to go. I didn't have to. Actually, I went up to Rifle because they had a summer sale. And I was like, oh, I didn't really. I, I drove all the way here. I need to do something else. So yeah. I ended up 
was like, oh, I just should go to New General because I've never been. Um, it's owned by someone who's from New York City. Um, and it's a huge little spot. It looks like all the coffee shops I've ever been to mm-hmm. in New York and Chicago. So it's really curated to have a certain look and feel. There's lots of plants for the Instagram plant people, the people who follow the sill like I do. Um, so I really like it. It's, it had really good coffee. I tried out a couple of things. I tried the biscuits. Mm-hmm. They were so good. And it's cute because it has like a little walk-up window and outside seating. And it's in a space where you really wouldn't expect it. It's actually like mm, four blocks or so, maybe five, from Rifle Paper Company. So it's actually on the same street, which I didn't. I don't go that far down. Yeah. Like I go You're past, like, oh, like if you go past Park Avenue, way? I'm like... We've gone too far, but it's yeah. literally the street after the block, right after Park Ave. So it was really cute. Um, so that's the place that I'm looking for. The hashtag, um, the hashtag, the Instagram is at New General Store. You can go look at it. It's super cute and adorable on the inside. And the food's good. So if you're in town in Orlando, we've told you last week to eat local and try more local stuff. Um, head up to New General and and we have stuff. like we have a really great coffee scene here, and we have a lot of great coffee shops. It's but growing. it's but it. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, five years ago, Mm-mm. that was not the case. No. And especially, like, okay, a lot of the coffee shops that we have are really cool, and I love them. They're very, like, lots of hipster vibes. But New General has, like, a little bit – it's not, like it, – the word isn't fancy, but somebody described it – It's more upscale, it, yes. modern upscale, but still, like, Someone chill. I know described it as, like, if anthropology made a coffee shop. And I was like, okay, I could see that. Yeah. Like, it's a little the clothes bit... that are in there, there are clothes mm-hmm. um, and home goods. Because it is, it's home. So yeah. it's very much like it's anthropology. It's more of, like, a, like, an upscale place, which is nice because we... So we're kind of getting to that point now where we actually have a lot of different options for coffee. So I feel like that would be, like, our nice, like, anthro upscale option. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was a time when... I remember, like, when... Uh, what was their name? Propagation. Yeah. When Propagation That's what it reminds me a lot about. Everyone's so excited for Propagation. I was so excited and I went multiple times, but, you know, they could not keep store hours. Like, I would... And it's not, you know, close for us to go to. So, it's like you're driving, you know, 30 minutes to get there out of your way just to go to this one place. And you get there and then it's closed. It reminds me of Propagation because it has the similar, like, Yeah, aesthetic. uh, But it actually is furniture really well. It's clothes yeah. and home goods. And, yeah. say, and and also, I think that that is a more sustainable and easier business approach as well. Yeah. Because and it's, it's not like, that expensive. To me, the prices are on par. I mean, like, okay, so I'm not going to say it's not that expensive because, like, I get it. Money is real. Um, But to me, it's on par with anthropology mm-hmm. in terms of prices of yeah. the home goods. And they have sales all the time if you go in and you're local and you're you know, going often, I'm sure you could get a better deal. Whereas, so. like, with propagation, you might not want to buy a $600 dresser no. while you're getting coffee. No one when ever they, when they wants also to get a $4 latte in a $600 dresser. So my now ticket's, like, $604 plus yep. tax. No, that's yeah. crazy. So, yeah. So, I'm I'm just really happy because all the coffee shops we have in town right now are, like, being yeah. run The new lineage is so cute. The Axum just and opened that's, that's a new... And that's in such a great area. Like, those are all in such a great Yeah. Area, Axum so. just opened a new location in Claremont. Um, so, for the people who live on the south side, they are in Winter Garden, traditionally, and they're in the new Florida Hospital space in Winter Garden, but they just opened up a new location in Claremont, which is They have a lot cool. of locations out there, yeah, because the one that I go to when I'm out that way is the one in, like, uh, downtown Winter yeah, Garden. Yeah, 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 that's the one, and the, then, the original one. Yeah, and then we have that one that's at the Cat Cafe, yeah. which is kind of-ish a little bit closer to us, because if we head down... Um, it's Kagan's Crossing, it's like so it's right closer there. to us, but yeah. I'm going to an I know. I only, I've gone like twice just because I'm like, cat cafe. 
They're supposed to build one downtown. I have an actual cat, I'm, so I'm, I'm all right on that. the cat cafe. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like it's like a cat utopia. It's, I have it's wonderful. I have one cat, and it's. I don't know that you do have a cat though, because every time I come over, it's like, where is the cat? Like, and then when I do see the cat, I'm like, whoa, you're here. Okay, you're what like, is yours? What is yours? Because people are gonna be like, you're talking about Angelica's cat. <laughs> this has nothing to do with brands. <laughs> all right, so um, mine right now, which is very timely, would be Francesca Ramsey. Um, and the reason I chose her is because I just feel like she's killing it in all places of her life. Uh, she just dropped her first book, which is first called book. Well, That Escalated Quickly. And if you follow her on social, like, one of the things I love is that she's very transparent with, like, what life is like as, you know, an influencer and a content creator and a writer and, and an actress and all the different things that she is. Um, so you kind of get a, that behind-the-scenes look at all of it. So it's like you've known the book was coming. Um, so, yeah, so she has a new book, and it, the reviews are really, really great. Um, and she also has a podcast uh, called Last Name Basis, and it's often hilarious. Um, and then she creates, like, content for the web, like, nonstop. Constantly. She's on TV and God stuff like bless that. her. So she's all over the place. And, like, one thing that I really enjoy about her um, as an influencer or a blogger or, or an actress or whatever you want to call her, content creator, I mean, she has a lot of roles. But I love that, like, she does show a lot of those behind the scenes be- on Instagram because I think that a lot of people – and I'm not going to name names, but there's just a lot of people, you know who they are, and they make it look as if, like, it's all easy, and it's not hard work, and it's just, like, they roll out of bed, and, and all right. this stuff just happens, and they just create all this content without really putting in time or effort, and it's so easy for them. And Francesca gets really real about it and shows, like, the day-to-day life and how challenging her life is, and she shows herself, like, waking up early on a snowy morning when it's like four degrees outside and going to work out and going through a really ridiculous hard workout and then going to record like an audio sample for something that takes like five hours and like losing her voice and then having to go to something else after so it's like you see how challenging her life is so i just really appreciate like the realness of her brand so if you're not familiar with her and you're not following with her already i would suggest following her um at chesca lee or francesca ramsey pretty much everywhere you can pick up her book last name basis and um you can go to youtube and type in decoded and watch tons of videos and get educated on things that we really just need everyone to get educated on i'm like i really just want them to like use you know how like in school you know in fifth grade you would often have like a video that you'd watch in like english class or whatever i remember for us it was like wish bone for a long time yeah they needed to be decoded that's what they need so i don't disagree i'm gonna pick up my book when i leave here i'm super excited yeah it was really awesome because i i didn't pre-order it because i really wanted to see it i do same same i'm that person (laughs) so i went and then they have it in the barnes and noble that's over in dr phillips i was very excited yeah so i'm super excited super pumped Um, and request her to come to your city i'm gonna do that and see maybe she'll come to orlando because she's doing her book tour right now and you can go in and request her to put in i'm just trying to find the best independent bookstore to support <laughs> so that's the only reason why i haven't put it in yet I'm yeah, like where the one do in i put Winter you park is the one that i think of and that one is tiny yeah i'm like i want i want you I to, to put you in a place in so <laughs> all right my second um option person brand thing uh is candace kumai who i just like i i know she's been a thing for you people in the wellness and internet space probably forever but i just listened to her episode of black girl and Alm, and i really resonated with a lot of stuff she said about um, doing her, I think they were doing a series with her sister. Um, I think it was a documentary or a, series, a book or something. She was writing a book, I think. Um, so she was writing and she took her sister with her and they were doing all these interviews. She's um, half Japanese 
half Polish. And so she was in Japan talking to these different families about different things and neighbors. And it was just a lot of stuff that really resonated with me. And the fact that she's been hustling nonstop and she just released to her podcast, Wabi Sabi, which is literally the first episode just dropped, I think yesterday. And it's already like topping the charts on Apple Podcasts. And she self-funded her podcast 100%, which is something I obviously we can resonate mm-hmm. with. We put all our money yes. in this podcast ourselves and we produce it ourselves. So for her to be such a, you know, and not like a huge household name, but kind of like a well-known brand in her space um, and really just taking advantage of constantly being on the go. Similar to Francesca, she's very much like everywhere and taking these opportunities. And for somebody who's written for Elle or some of these bigger names, she didn't have to be, to me, I want to see people on Black Girl Alum. I think like, or even on our podcast, we've had people on and I'm like, you didn't have to talk to us. Why, mm-hmm. why, what are you doing? I think I, <laughs> I appreciate you a little bit more because- Reaching out and talking to an independently produced podcast when you could go to yeah. the big NPR podcast, that may, that's a big deal. Like, you're choosing to support the smaller people, and it's really appreciated. So I'm going to go read her books, get her cookbooks, get into her space. But I've been following her Instagram, and I'm like, she's just so cute. So I'm like, yes, I agree with most of the things, and I'm really excited about the podcast. So um, go subscribe to that and leave reviews and ratings and things. Um, and on Instagram, she's at Candice with an I. So C A N D I C E Kumai K U M A I. So it's so funny when I hear about people that like have multiple podcasts and podcasts, and then you find out that like they're not, you know, having to do them completely themselves. I'm like, right, man, that must be sounds <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not that I, it takes away any more from the, the work. No, it doesn't. Putting, to, it's even still like a lot putting of work. the work and coming in to it's to just. Be I think booth. that a podcast is one of those things. Just like a business, it has. It's like. 10 jobs instead yeah. of one and so if you can come in and just be the host which would be awesome in that case like you just have the it's still a full job right. but it's you know you but even like taking your money out and, and hiring somebody to come in and produce your show is still a big I mean, to me that's still independently produced versus having a, oh, yeah. a, a giant network come in and say hey, i got the money for you come up and, and just yep. sit in the studio it's still difficult regardless having a podcast is ridiculous and being consistent is hard and making sure you are Amen. fresh and with content is difficult <laughs> um so for somebody to be in the space Hallelujah. where wellness podcasts almost seem a little bit quote-unquote oversaturated mm-hmm. but for her to say i'm gonna do it anyway and yeah. screw there's always it. room for your voice always room know? so i really am excited about where her podcast is gonna go and where her brand is going and all right, so my second brand is Natural Club, and I just found out about them recently. Um, I am a lazy girl when it comes to hair care. Same. Very, very, very lazy. And it's it's funny because, like, growing up, like, I always, like, was so jealous of my mom's hair because she's white. But it wasn't because I wanted, like, white people hair. I just didn't want to do anything with my hair. Like, I just wanted to be able to wake up and, like, go about my day. Um, so I'm always looking for ways to be lazy with my hair. And Natural <laughs> Club <laughs> allows that to happen. So basically what they make is um, they make, like, avocado deep conditioners. Ooh. And the way that I stumbled upon this was I read on Pinterest about an avocado <laughs> deep conditioner. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then I bought all these avocados and then I ended up eating them because it's like <laughs> when an avocado is ripe for that like one day that it's ripe, you just yeah. got to eat it. Like I was just like, I, I don't feel like putting this in my hair at the moment. True. And it's just really hard to time when it's going to be ready. And then like. Also, avocados aren't cheap. Like, yeah, they're, they're like, not. They're for, not. For us to live in Florida and there to be avocado trees everywhere in South Florida, I don't understand why we're still paying a dollar plus exactly. for avocados. Exactly. So, you know, I'm like, as much as I'd like to make my own, like, fresh avocado mask, 
it's probably not going to happen. Um, so that's why I was like, you know what? I found it online uh, by chance on Instagram. And I love that it was owned by a black woman. Um, I love that it's like handmade. She does everything herself. She shows the process. It's very transparent, right? right. So it's like technically you could even do it yourself. But like that's why I love it even more that she's just super transparent about and what goes into it. it's not expensive considering that I just told expensive. you avocados are $1.50 plus yeah, sometimes that's what I'm saying. in Florida. It's not super expensive <laughs> at all. And she has so many different um, like ways to go about like you know, making the different mats and the deep conditioners, depending on what your needs are. And she even makes customizable ones, which is so great. So for someone like me who is, you know, biracial and has a very unique hair type, um, it can be really beneficial to be able to go to a place like that and say, okay, this is what I'm dealing with here. And then have her find the right customizable mix for me. So I just love that. Um, I'm all about, again, whatever way that I can make it simple, but also keep it, you know, chemical free and natural and fresh and all those good things. So definitely check it out. Um, on Instagram, it's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-L-C-L-U-B. Um, and the website's like linked right in there and she has a lot of followers. It's, it's doing well. Um, and, and we had somebody on recently and I can't remember who it was, but they said like, you don't always have to expand to do 8,000 different things. Like sometimes you can just focus on the thing you do and do it well. well, And I feel like this is a company that does that. You know what I mean? Like they're like, we don't need to offer 80,000 different types of products. She has like a handful of SKUs, which is awesome. And we do it really well. Exactly. I think that's the biggest thing with going into e-commerce in that space is that the advice varies from you need to have a few SKUs and stick with those and those are your your money makers and I feel like that's something that um, Marcus Luminous Lemini I always say his last name wrong uh, uh, (laughs) always says on his show The Prophet and then sometimes you watch Shark Tank and they have mm-hmm. people on there and they're like, why do you only have three SKUs? You need to have 20,000 SKUs to make money. And it's so confusing. And so having taking your shot on an e-commerce product and knowing yeah. your product is good and sticking to what your core yep. products are, I think that is honestly the best way to make money because that's how the audience or your people get in touch with what your product is. And if there's a need or a demand for something different, mm-hmm. then yeah, you do something different. But sometimes Especially, we get... Especially, I think, if you're offering what you're offering is quality and your clientele wants quality you know like for me like when i go in and see that and i'm like great she specializes in this like i like that yeah you know if she offered you know nail polish and like eyeshadow and then also said oh i'm the one doing all that i'm gonna assume that the quality isn't as great yeah Yeah. definitely agree um my third is not actually like something you can find by itself on instagram because it's attached to a bigger brand but it's a newer not newer, new-ish now. It's been a couple of months since the first issue was released. But Good Company Magazine by Design Sponge just released their first issue, um, I think in April. It's beautiful. Um, and Grace Bonnie released it and um, getting to know Grace over the past couple of years on the internet. She really has taken a, a shift into just not being a design uh, brand and platform, but really getting into the politics almost a little bit like uh just being more open about <clears throat> being diverse and <clears throat> sorry you guys it's it's summer uh supporting smaller businesses and i say i know i'm like summer. it's fall it's winter i just i am i have stuff happening i i don't i have oils in my bag uh but grace has really made an effort to really take her platform from being something that only 
support honestly I, the first couple of years of design sponge it was mm-hmm. skinny white women yeah. and I was like this is cool because I like design and I'm into interior design and, and different aspects and it was one of the biggest ones so. but after a while I think her being challenged by the community to really take a step forward and be diverse and be open and she's really done that over the past couple of years she's done it well mm-hmm. and on the cover of the first epi- uh, cover of Good Magazine is Gabby Fresh so that's already like not your typical model on the cover of your very first issue of your very brand new magazine. Most people would never take a jump like that or a risk to have a woman of color who is plus sized wearing a crop top on the top front of your magazine. So mm-hmm. I appreciate Grace for doing all of that. And I'm super excited about the next issue that's coming out in the fall. It's going to be super awesome and getting some of the details about it. I'm just really excited for what's to come of this magazine because there's been kind of a hole from where Domino disappeared to and then it came back but I don't know what the the release things for Domino it was hard to keep up so having something that's going to be a little bit more consistent even if it's just a biannual uh, magazine to me is more than enough that I need it was beautiful the first issue had so many topics that I really I still dive into like it's on my desk so every day I open it up and I find something else that I didn't see beforehand just to read so Go pick it up. It's on Amazon and probably some other bookstores. I bought my copy on Amazon. You can probably go to the site and find it. But yeah. And if you want to follow Design Sponge on Instagram, it's at Design Sponge. So there's that. Yes. Uh, I'm excited for it. Super excited. Like, I love magazines. I'll never stop loving. I like to hold them and I like to put them on my coffee table and I'll never stop loving them. One good company is the cover is like satin print so it's like a very soft satin like so you've ever gotten a satin business card which i'm sure you have if you've gotten like certain moo cards have that satin finish so the cover has the satin Mm -hmm. finish and it has kind of like an not like a heavy emboss but the letters are a little bit gloss and i'm just like i just run my hands over it it's so beautiful it's beautiful paper the quality of the paper on the inside is pretty the type is great so the layout is beautiful. Ooh, it's such a good magazine. So good. Table. I'm excited. All right. So my third one is Phoebe Robinson, um, who is a comedian, uh, also a writer and a million other things. Um, but she basically has a new movie coming out right now called Ibiza that looks hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's, it's on Netflix. on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's in my list right now. I'm like, and again, she's another one like Francesca that shows a lot of the behind the scenes of her life and like the challenges of doing all the things she's doing. And it was really cute because she went through chi- Times Square the other day for something and there was like a Ibiza like ad. Oh, yeah. And so she like, you know, was filming and she's like, oh my gosh, it's this. And I'm like, of course it is. Like, it's like, a Netflix movie like it's there's ads for it but like whenever there's an ad for it like she's kind of having like a pinch me moment so that's really cute um she's also she has two podcasts two dope queens and so many white guys um and they're both uh podcasts that just involve a lot of women which is really awesome um they're both really funny she had her HBO special and all that and then I really enjoyed um her first book uh, you can't touch my hair, but she has another book that she's working on Ooh. that comes out pretty soon. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see like more of what she does. I would really like to see her become like a staple in like funny movies. Like that's, I mean, yeah. I have no idea what she wants for her career, but that's what I would like. Yeah. <laughs> um, is to see her be a staple. That's in how those I feel things, about Quinta. So. I'm like, if Quinta's in every movie that I yeah. ever watch, I wouldn't even be mad about it. She was yeah. in that New Girl episode, and I was like. Be on more things. Yes, I don't even exactly, matter about it. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, that's what's really cool, I think, today about a lot of the celebrity-type personalities that are up and coming is that yeah. we, as, you know, the consumers can kind of say, like, I really like this person. Like, put them here. Right. Like, we want to want to see more of them. So, you know, it's really important. If you have somebody that you enjoy, make that happen. 
So, yeah. yeah, you can follow her on Instagram and all the different places at Phoebe Robinson, and she's hilarious, and she will brighten your day with her black girl magic. <laughs> so my next um, situation, brand really, is the Lily newspaper, which I don't think it's an actual physical newspaper. I think it's just, like, an online uh, space, but it was the world's, the U.S., not the world's, U.S. first uh, women-published newspaper, and I feel like they have done a really good job of this resurgent and being kind of, not just to say 100% not biased because obviously it swings a little bit more left and a little bit more liberal just being women in general you mm-hmm. have to, to support feminist issues uh, it tends to swing in a little bit more liberal space but I feel like they've been very widespread across the board of covering different topics and being very focused on actual facts and not just opinions which is really hard to do in media and I don't read a lot of news I don't look at a lot of news I don't read this every day obviously I, would be, I can't do that I cannot consume news every day I'm yeah. not there I used to be there I used to love watching the news as a kid like that was my jam like I would sit down and watch the morning news and the afternoon news if it was the summertime in the evening news and like the late night news because I am a nerd and I like and I read the newspaper I read the Atlanta Journal Constitution and the USA Today every day but I do not do that anymore I haven't bought a newspaper in years yeah. like probably 10 plus years just because of the shift in the way that things have turned towards advertising dollars, and it, they have to. I understand print publications are up against the battle that they cannot win, but it's very difficult to get actual factual information anywhere yeah. in 2018. So I've appreciated their um, stance and being more open and having kind of a diverse spread of things that they're talking about and having diverse writers, and so I'm looking forward to seeing this continue and maybe be more of a staple. Because I know a lot of people like that, um, I don't even remember the name of it, but the little snippet news thing that you get in the mail. And you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like the newsletter, you can sign up and it gives you like a little snippet of the thing. And that one was women owned and everything. But I think they tended to be more like, hey, girlfriend, you sound so dumb. Like it's, oh, it was kind of dumbed down like <laughs> yeah. in the way it was like, hey, girlfriend, just so oh, you gosh. know, the Dow Jones is down. <laughs> like it was just kind of like a, hey, let's sit down and have tea and like kind of casually talk to you about the news in a dumb way instead of in a, just a, I just need snippets. I'm, I'm not stupid. <laughs> I just need you to tell me what the news is in a way. Because I get it. It was like news you can understand because the news is hard to understand. And I get it. It is hard to understand some aspects depending on what it is. But that's also because we only like push our students to get to like a fourth grade reading level and then we and give up on them. So yeah. that's and a whole that's, other discussion. And that's honestly but... the way the, the news is written into a fourth grade reading level. Like if you try to go beyond. I think it's like the fourth, fifth, or sixth grade reading level is the way that you have to write to publish a newspaper because if you go beyond that in certain aspects it just becomes eligible to the general yeah. public so anyway long story short go follow the lily they're at the lily news on instagram um and the graphics are real cute and the type is real cute and so i appreciate when a new brand especially a print well not a print publication but just a, a publication that's focused more on content that is text heavy takes the time yeah. out to make mm-hmm. it so it's not a hot mess you've gone to some sites and it's like I can't read it because it's just a bunch of words and it's not broken up and it doesn't make sense, but they've, their designers and their UX team is really putting in the effort to make sure that you navigate the site and that it flows well. So I appreciate that. And so go follow it and read it and check it out. I just hope that people know that when they have ugly sites that, that designers are going to judge them. It's not designer. It's the general public though. Like people I know who aren't designers yeah. who cannot design, like, don't know, understand how Photoshop works. Mess knows the difference between something that looks good and yeah. that was well-intentioned versus something that is 
not as great but looking. You especially because a lot of times when you see a site, like my favorite thing is to show you an ugly site and just watch. If I see a reaction. menu, I go to a restaurant and I look at the menu. I've gotten up and left. And I'm just like, nah. <laughs> I'm good. I believe you. 100%. I'm good. The only I reason why I still directions. go to Titani is because they're still they've been there for so long and they're my booze. But if oh at Titani, because yeah, you ugly. know what? It's terrible. Come to think of it, I don't even like look at the menu because I only get yeah because you know what you're gonna get. So, but, but I remember yeah. the first time we ate there, um, we ate there with our friends and uh, my best friend, and we were like. This was, like, one of the first times that I had ever done anything with these people before I even, like, really knew them. So, I was like, Ooh, you so just you took like, me to this restaurant this with this garbage <laughs> menu? Are you serious right now? But I get a small... Mm, that was when Orlando really didn't care about design. They are caring a little bit more. So, little yeah. A little bit. Thank uh, you for caring about design if you are someone who's putting in just some a little bit of effort. A little bit. So, all right. So, my fourth one is going to be Jet Black. Um, and they are basically a black travel company, which is super Oh, awesome. I think I've heard of this. Yeah, so this they're like cute. a boutique travel firm, and they have like a huge network online, but they do they do group trips, which is really cool. So let's say that like you're... Yeah. The reality... Okay, let's just like spill the tea. The reality is, is that a lot of times like you won't see black people maybe traveling in our age group as much as like white people, you know, like you won't see black people saying like, I'm going to take a buyer before college and things like that. Or right. like, I'm just going to go on this like random trip. Like it's unfortunate, but it's true. And there's a lot of different reasons behind it. But you know, the reality is, is that like black people do travel. And just because you see <laughs> sure a lot do. of photos of white women on mountains and not as many of black women on mountaintops randomly, that doesn't mean that we're not going to the tops of mountains. Okay. So What's really cool is they offer, like, group travel, which mm. if you don't have a lot of friends that are of color that are traveling with you, yeah. um, it's really an opportunity to go with a group of, like, like-minded people, you know, and go explore a new place. But then they also offer um, travel, like, just for individuals and, like, custom tra- like trips and that sort of thing. And what I really like about it, I'm involved in another travel group that's really awesome and it's all females. But the issue with that is that, like, sometimes I'll go in and I'll be like, or other women will go in and be like, hey, so what about this place for women of color? Like, what do you think? Like, is it safe? Or, like, is it going to be, like, comfortable for me? And, like, a lot of times other women will not get it. And they'll be like, well, I went and it seemed fine. And I saw other. <laughs> it's like a blonde like, hair, blue Yeah, eyes. they're like, I saw some other people of color and it didn't seem like anything bad was happening to them. And I'm like, well, did you go up and talk to them? Because, like, you're not going to know every single microaggression that they dealt with while they were in that, you know, place. Or if they walked in, if they walked down the street on the way to the restaurant that you were both at and they felt unsafe, they're not just going to randomly walk up to you and be like, by the way, just so you know, I felt unsafe walking here because I'm a black person. Like, you're not going to necessarily know just by seeing some people of color out about. In the same way that when you're home, if you're a white person... You can often see people of color around you out and about and not know. And in the same way that men see women and don't know that they might be, like, afraid of another man somewhere or whatever. So, you know, it's kind of hard just because of that. Because there are, for me personally, at this point, because there's so much of the world to explore, I would rather stick to places that I am going to feel comfortable in and that I'm not going to feel like I'm unwelcome as a person of color. Now, if I traveled full time and that's... Like, I just was always somewhere new. Yeah. I'd probably run out of places eventually, and then I might be keen to try some of those other places with the proper precautions and whatever. But, you know, as of right now, I'm like, I want to know that it's going to be very people of color friendly. Yeah. I don't want to be uncomfortable. And, and that doesn't even just mean, like, 
you know, am I going to be hurt? But like, also, like, are people will I be not be discriminated? Me? Yeah, the whole time. The whole like, are people going to be like looking at me and pointing at me and like things like that? Um, so you know, it's nice because it's a place where you can talk about those issues openly, and also like people that decide to move out of country and yeah, how that experience that. like works. they say these are the places that are you know Best beneficial for... for black people. Um, so yeah, so they they offer a lot. And um, they have, like I said, they have a great network and a lot of people that post within their hashtags and whatever every day. So the um, Instagram is Global Jet Black. Um, so if you like travel at all, I would suggest, and to me, it's just really cool. Like, you know, here's their feed. And it's just super pretty, yeah. Black I followed them in just now. These, yeah. <laughs> like I say, like seeing, seeing black, black people, people in, the in space. these yeah. Yeah, in these spaces because sometimes, like, you know, let's say that you're a young person who is looking to travel, but you've never really... Like, sometimes you need to see someone do the things... Who right. looks like you do the things that you want to do first to be really encouraged. So, it's just really awesome to see black people doing these amazing so many. things. And yeah, I feel like all I follow for travel in terms are just black groups, mm-hmm. just because I don't... Yeah. I mean, I'm in that group that you talk about, but I'm also in the you know subgroup exactly which one I'm for about, right? the people of color, and <laughs> that's the group that I'm yep. in more often, Same. and then I'm also yeah. in, like, Sister Traveling Solo, and yep. then I follow Travel Noir on yep. Instagram, all and all, all these people. And what's funny is, so the one that we're talking about has, like, technically, I'd say, like, the biggest active network, Yeah, but that is an issue that is literally once a week, I see oh somebody goodness. asking about a place that, hey, like, so I'm looking at this place for, you know... All the time. And they specifically say, I'm a woman of color, and that's my concern. All the time. And literally, they have... Each time, I would say that about at least 60 or 70 people respond without, like, fully grasping That's why I'm, like... uh almost a little hesitant to talk about the lily just because i know it's a white owned newspaper because feminism sounds good all the time but most people's feminism is not intersectional yeah. and i feel like that group tries to be a little bit more intersectional and a little bit more diverse but it's not <laughs> like yeah. it's not at all yeah. up to the standards of where it needs to be especially for that size the moderators like when people and ask that they just look like they're not women of color either. most of the moderators here are women of color left a long time ago through this whole drama blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. so um just there are lots of places there are people you can follow so, i follow like uh, onika the traveler she's probably one of the biggest names she has her own show on travel channel on facebook she's a woman of color roni yeah the travel guru yeah there's so, so many, many people and i feel like you know like i said jet black is an amazing place to start and then when you're looking through you can also like they repost other people's yeah. pictures so, you'll so be you able can to go find, through like, and then you'll be following network. nine thousand black people like i am because that's what happens you yeah. follow one and yep. then follow all these black people who are like jet setters and going across the globe just so you can know where they're going and, and their personal experience and go on trips that and you want to go your on life you know truth truth inclusive also now opened up spaces in japan which I know people are like hesitant to buy Airbnb for racism, blah, blah, blah. Inclusive is the black-owned Airbnb, just short-term. It's not Airbnb, but it is. Uh, <laughs> same system, same site for the first couple months. But they just opened up uh, travel spaces in Japan. So if you are a black person who's looking to go to Japan, but you want to stay with black hosts or rent a home from a black person, I would recommend going to Inclusive first before searching Airbnb because it might be a ton more difficult to find mm-hmm. <laughs> black hosts on the Airbnb, I for feel real. like, versus Inclusive. So that is your option now because we are looking to go to Japan very soon. And so that's something that popped on my radar from travel groups. So 
Uh, my last one is Girl Trek, which I have followed now for a couple of months. I feel like at the end of last year, I was really into finding uh, different nonprofit organizations to support and uplift and look at. And I haven't gotten a chance to talk about this one on the podcast because we haven't had any reason to. Okay. So I'm really excited to talk about Girl Trek. It is um, just a walking movement for black women and girls. And that's it. It's just walking. You don't have to be super hype. You don't have to be super fit. They are just like, go get up and walk every day. That is the bare minimum of being in Girl Trek and looking at the different meetups that they have. They all get together, all these black women, these black girls, just to walk. Um, in January, or fe- I think it was February, they did the um, 100 Miles for Harriet Tubman. So they did the same route that Harriet Tubman took when she would do the Underground Railroad. So they did that over 10 days, I'm going to say. So they did 10 miles a day. Uh, just a group of women. And it was cold this winter, if you do not remember. It okay. was freezing. And these women stuck to it. And what was great is them showing on Instagram what they were going through and through their stories that there were people in these small, tiny cities that they were stopping in that were ready to help them on the side of the road with water and, like, coats and blankets and food and things. And not just black people. I mean, there was a ton yeah. of white people. Like, hey, yeah. crap ton of white dudes just on the side of the road. Like, hey, I'm going to help you. What you're doing is super important. That's awesome. For preserving history. So I really do. Um, and they've gotten a little bit more publicity this year from this walk they've done it for a couple years now so i'm excited to hopefully maybe we can get a girl trek group in orlando so we can go outside when yeah, it's not hot. i'm all about like the walking and not the running so <laughs> and like i joined like the running group but like then i go and then i watch everyone and like they're like oh you don't have to run like but i'm like but a lot of you are running and i'm gonna go home because i'm stressed <laughs> out about it <laughs> well it's cool because it's walking but it's like outside walking too yeah. which is nice yeah. and not in the when i say outside and i like planned walking cities so they do a lot of hiking like kind of off trail type of walking too so it's not just like hey i'm walking on this path that we're doing because that's the problem i feel like with our local running chapter is that it's in places that number one the places either are boring mm-hmm. like like yola i cannot run around like yola 20 times to get five miles i'm not gonna do it like <laughs> like like yola yeah. the whole thing is a mile so you have to run around Lake Yola five times to get five miles. That is boring. I would be bored. I'm tired after like the first half mile because I've seen all this stuff so many times. But that was like one of the most active meetups. And then the, one of the other ones was um, West Orange Trail on Sundays, which was a long run, which is great. But the short run in Windermere, Wintergarden, or Claremont that was closest to us before mm-hmm. I started doing one celebration was on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere. And what I'm not going to do mm-hmm. is run on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere because mm-hmm. the area is developing and I get it. It's a lot more developed now. There's still no sidewalks over there. So people yeah. are just running on the side of the road. I can't do that. Well, my mom and Ben were on um, West Orange Trail like biking because they used to bike all the time. And they like there was literally just like an alligator on the trail one day. Yeah, I and mean, because so, it's just it's un yeah manned like, territory. Cool, cool. And then they like told other people, and other people seemed unfazed. And they're like, they're like, listen, we're Floridians. Like, we're not like we're not saying it's like off to the side, but like they're like it's, it's on the, the, the like road. it's yeah. right. Like there. if you're on a bike, it's easy because you can just kind of avoid. Yeah, it. Like, and that's, that, that was their but thing. But if you're they, running, that's their or thing. You're they saw walking. people on foot, and they were kind of like, "Hey, just so you're aware, don't go that." Because they were like yeah. going in the opposite direction than them. They were on bikes and they go fast, and it was fine. But they were like, "You're on foot, like don't walk over to directly where an alligator is." And like the people looked unfazed, and they're just like, "Listen, we're Floridians. Like we're not we're not oversensitive about alligators. Yeah, we're, we're telling just... you." 
because it's in the middle. It's right the, there. The middle. The middle. <laughs> and the that shade. happens here. So I mean, and that's fine because we came to their space and took over. Yep. Their it's funny because I saw like something on Twitter and it was like, you know, kids that grew up in Florida like rode alligator ride alligators to school. I'm like, I wanted to like Rosanda, but I was like, Don't it's not that far off, so I'm gonna <laughs> let it slide. <laughs> There's a girl on Instagram who's an alligator wrangler that I follow. I'm going to tweet about it because she's fantastic. She's super cute. She's so adorable. She's I like a tiny it. little cute girl who wrangles alligators. She has you a know, job. That's Florida life. Sure. All right. So my last one is an Orlando-based company um, called The Acre Orlando. So it is actually a venue here in town, and it is a beautiful venue. Um, and it is so affordable. So if you're having a wedding, if you're having a graduation party, a birthday, anything like that, it's basically, what's really cool about it, number one, it's like kind of in the heart of like yeah. Orlando, Orlando, which is nice. So there's so many great like places to eat and like do stuff like right around in that area. Um, but it used to be like uh, this property that a man owned a long time ago and he bought like a, you know, a huge space of property. And oh, then, you know, we we drove past this. Yeah. And, and I was like, what so, is this? And yeah. Like, I was like, don't I don't know. know what it is yeah. It's right in the middle of like, yeah, like, it's in the this? middle of everything, which is cool. So he bought the hit the first house and it's like a small old little house. And then um, he built like a garage, but he didn't end up finishing it. So the top is off and they Ooh. it's like this beautiful like white building. Cute. And then like over over time he's like he built like I don't know if there are diff- different people that lived on his property or whatever, but he built like all these little houses basically on yeah. one property and they're all built kind of with a different um, look and a different feel. So they feel like they're from different times and some of them are. I mean, some of them were built like 10 years apart or whatever. And then he just lived on it for a really long time and oh, like, you know, no one really noticed it. Like it was, there was a fence that's all around it. So it kind of doesn't exactly show yeah. you what's inside of it, but there's a ton of space there. Um, so the way that I actually found out about it was um, somebody that I know that I worked with, a stylist who I've worked with for years. Um, asked me to shoot her wedding and I, you know, was like, okay, I will because it's you and you're amazing. Um, and so when she told me where it was going to be, I was like, okay. I'm like, I shot weddings in Orlando for eight years and never heard yeah. of this place. Like I was so confused. And so I was wondering like, is it going to be like, kind of like weird? Yeah. Is it going to be is like it, not Did they that newly nice open it or, or has it been open for a it while? It hasn't been open for that long. Yeah. Cause I can't imagine but that it, it has. it still does fly under the radar. It has been open for a few years. Okay. Yeah. It, it kind of does fly under the radar. Um, and that's why I'm bringing it up because it's like a lot of people don't know about it, but it's, it's so customizable. It's really so don't. beautiful. It's so affordable. Like I'm definitely thinking about having a birthday there at some point. Like that's how affordable it is that like I would have a birthday. There. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I would eat cake and like vegetables. Yeah. yeah. It is but so it's, affordable. It's, I mean, for, from a photographer's standpoint, like it's a photographer's dream. Um, it looks really so pretty on Instagram. many different um, like perspectives. Mm-hmm. They have like a broken down like VW bus. So and, even like, if you get like more than one bride at this location, you'll never have the same. You don't like you wedding. Definitely don't. Which is yeah. cool. And I mean, like honestly, there's so much to shoot at that like. And I'm not saying I'm trying to be shooting weddings all the time, but I'm saying if I had another wedding there, I wouldn't mind because there's so many other things I wanted to capture that we just didn't have enough time mm-hmm. to. Um, so, yeah, there, it's just a beautiful, beautiful location. What I really love is that it's just five people on the staff. So it's a really like, local, like sweet little staff. You get to know, if you work there, you literally get to know each person that works there because you're going to interact with them. And it's like I said, it's just not a very big staff. Um, and they, you know, they, they've been booking solid, but they haven't been, 
like super swamped yeah they haven't been like oh we need to be loud because like it kind of speaks for itself so like if you go to an event there you love it and then and somebody else ends up booking so so they've been doing really well um but yeah it's not like they're not stressed about they're a very laid-back team it's a very laid-back environment so if you happen to be in orlando if you are getting married if someone you know is getting married if you're having a graduation party having a birthday party anything like that i would highly suggest it you can bring in whatever you want you can bring in food you can bring in alcohol and there's Cute. a lot of venues that make you either, like, pay a premium for that, you know, or, like, fine you or say, oh, it can only be from this list of people. You yeah. Could, you could bring in your own stuff. Like, if I did my birthday there, I would you be like, our friends food. are going to make food. Cute. And, you know, so you can kind of do whatever you want to do there, which is really awesome. So, and I love having, you know, those venues that just really feel, like, yeah. it just, again, it's in the middle. It, like you said, you drove by it and we're like, what's that? Because it's yeah. right in the middle of, like, what Orlando is. And so I love having a venue that's just, like, so... Orlando and kind of like captures the magic that that is the city and what's yeah, good about this the city. city beautiful so definitely go check that out and now that you've heard about all of the brands businesses and influencers that we are loving at the moment we are going to go ahead and get into summer goals because as we said it is not summer yet so it is time to set those don't intentions at don't those, at her <laughs> it's time to set those intentions and get those um goals ready so that when summer does get here we know how we're going to tackle said goals all right so we're gonna get into three goals each so give me your first goal my first goal is uh really we're doing a giant restructuring of the company Ooh, <laughs> I it wish you could see her face, y'all. So annoying. Um, so we just need to get it done, and that's the the whole thing of the summer is to get that done and have yeah. it relaunched and redone and and just because we talked about this last year a little bit about like stuff that we're not interested in doing anymore in services, and we had an episode kind of about that. Um, just changing your business model up a little bit, and so we're doing a lot of different things and changing up and delegating a lot more and. We, like, worked with a developer and something, and uh, you, you know how we don't do that. And so, um, which is good. Like, that's good yeah. in, the, in the right direction and taking the right steps. And so we're going to be doing a lot less of some things and a lot more of other things. And so it's really exciting because I'm starting to do data mapping for the new site and writing out the content and really getting the UX and the bare bones stuff. All the UX stuff right now is it's hard UX mode, so... Uh, if you see me on Instagram doing wireframes and stuff, that's probably what we're doing it for. Um, so that just needs to be done. That's our summer, like, Your summer get it goal, done. Yeah. Lots of meeting, lots of conversations with different people. Um, like, we're just moving all of the different pieces of what the company is into kind of one spot or, or separating them in the way that they need to be separated and having the people that we're working with kind of on board with that stuff. It's just a lot. Yeah. With movement, but it's cool. It's cool because we have a new space for a meetup. Um, if we didn't have a kid, we'd probably co-work out of that space um, just to have a, a base to yeah. put ourselves, but we don't. So it's kind of cool to have partners where we can be like, we're going to use your building now, like, whenever we want, right? <laughs> Love you. XSL will buy donuts. We'll bring you pizza when we come over. So it's really interesting and really cool as Orlando continues to grow up and be a little bit more mature city. And we're still not, like, 100% wanting to be rooted in the space just because like it's like those things are nice and then at the same time like i think tonight they're having a meeting about pine hills becoming the new place to put your money and i'm like so we're having gentrification meetings now what the f- um <laughs> wtf friend there's like an actual meeting no, it's a meeting, a meeting tonight oh, cool thanks for tonight where i'm from though. 
That's what I'm saying. So those things are like you can't oh, look, and no. you can't afford gentrification. Do you I understand? Get it. Like there's but so the many gall, good food places but there. But the gall of somebody be to be gone. like, I'm. You need to put like it's literally. In, you need to look it up. I'll send it to you. It's like. And I get it because of the political and the people beside behind it. That's not their intention. And I understand that's not their intention. I understand there are people who are involved who really want the city to be restored. But, like, one of the first comments is, like, I grew up in Pine Hills, and I saw the degradation of it in the 80s, in the 2000s, to the oh, 2000s. God. And I'm like, you're, what you're saying is black people moved in. Like, that's yeah. what you're saying. Like, you're, you're saying, yeah. like, I pushed out of Winter Park, and they moved into Pine yeah. Hills, because that's where they were. They were in Winter Park. They were in Ocoee. They were in these spaces. Yeah, College Park and all those areas. Yeah. Yeah, so I just, those um, things make John's me John's going to be really mad that he sold his house. I mean. He had a house right there. He sure did. He, you know he loved Pine Hills. Gosh. <laughs> he ain't gonna love it no more. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, I'm like, man. And I know people that still live there too, and that makes you wonder like, I don't they know. don't know that though. That's what the thing the things about these meetings is that we're having public, open open quote unquote conversations about bettering quote unquote the city. But the people who live there don't know it. That's the same thing that happens yeah. with all these places that the people don't know that these conversations are happening. And then all of a sudden they're like, why are there juice spikes outside? And they're like, it's for you. It's for you to get around. And they're like, I still don't have $7 to be renting a bike to get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, or it's things that they don't want because they don't they have anything don't want to do with their bikes. community. It's like, <laughs> it rains you know, most of the time. Holly, Zach, and Kaylee live there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like the thing, like the things that they would want in their community are not going to be the no. things that they end up like putting in. Yeah. So it's just but kinda, it's, they're not informing the people who live there to come out and have And asking like, what do you actually right. want and need here? Yeah. What a mess. Okay, so my first summer goal is just to keep scaling because, as you know, my husband is a teacher, so every summer, like, the pressure's on because it's, like, cool, he doesn't have paychecks anymore, and you are the only person keeping this, like, boat floating, and so I don't like that. It's not enjoyable, but, you know, it's something that, like, when you know ahead of time, like, you try to prep for it as much as possible. I always find that no matter what business I've been doing, uh, summer is always my slow season. Um, so of course it's just like always super, super stressful, but I'm like, you know, I'm trying to scale to that point where it's just kind of like, almost like to where I just, I like where we're not a two income household right. where we are one, but we're not like, we don't need to be because like I can handle everything myself and his income would be like, great. I'm glad you had that. But if Let's you didn't, go to black I got jet, everything. Jet black and put some trips yeah. with your money. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I have everything that I would need to have. So that's, I mean, like, I'm far from that goal, but that's really a goal that I've realized recently that I'm just like, I want to be 100% like the clear breadwinner that's just like, we really don't need your income. Um, so just putting in the steps for that, which is just you know, it's just a long, lengthy process, but identifying like, okay, this is, you know, I want that client that is X going to be paying X amount. And what does that client right. look like? Um, so mapping that all out and organizing that is going to be Your a lot of what I'm doing. Your custom data journey. Yeah. So, so fun. <laughs> so fun. So Super fun. fun. Um, second goal is that we are going... So I like through I'm throwing everything away right now. I'm in the process of like binging every I mean like prints we've had in our house for years and throwing it all away because I don't want any more and I want new stuff and I want to move. Um, right. All of the above. Like I like part of me wants to live in like Iceland, like live anywhere else, and then the other part of me is like I just want this house to look like I want to live here. 
So I'm just throwing everything away and getting rid of stuff. And um, and you get to a point where your kid is old enough to help you do that. And so that's mm-hmm. mainly why I'm doing it because he likes throwing stuff away. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good. I think that's a good lesson. Yeah, honestly, my my child does chores. Like, people mom, think I'm kidding. Like my kid does things. Like, that's she a great thing though because like my mom never wanted to throw stuff away. And so I think that I mean I'm not like that now. But right, there was but a there time was a when small I would keep time, stuff and yeah. there would be like what the heck do I have yeah. this for? Like, I look through boxes and I'm like, this is yep. ridiculous. Yep. And I had to get John out of that habit as well. And I think most Americans are like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I love that you're kind of showing no, her that, her how it feels the, joyful yeah, and how like you feel lighter your old you clothes, stuff. put them away to yeah. be donated or the things that we're going to keep because, you know, you have, it's your first kid and only kid. And also having her be a part of that process. Because, yeah. I mean, my mom would get rid of, like, toys and clothes and stuff, but she would just decide for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. And then and you I'm just, just wake like, up and certain no, things yeah. are gone and I guess you just really wouldn't think about she, it. She, like, did get upset about the jogging stroller for some reason. You're like... It was crazy. It was crazy. Yesterday, I was like, "I we need to throw it away," and she was like, "It's my stroller." And I'm like, "You haven't saying goodbye to being a baby." Rode in it in like a year. Like, don't ever use that stroller. Last time we used it was to go to West Orange Trail, and that was my intention. And the tires were flat, and the air pumps there didn't work. So I was like, "I don't need this mess anymore. Throw it away." If we're going to the trail, we get a bike, and you can ride your bike and do that. But um, so we're in the process of doing that, and so I'm throwing away this. The long story short of why I'm talking about this is that i was throwing out um a vision board i did i feel like at the end of 2017 20 no 2016 2017 was last year um and i had a five-year travel plan in it and it's funny because i don't ever look at it because that's how i am with things i just do things and i never look at it um because this this travel thing is kind of folded up it's like a passport ticket um so i went in i looked and i'm like we've gone to some of these places and we're the next trip that we're going that's on this list is denver and this was like not super unintentional i mean it was unintentional that it's on the list because i forgot it was on the list but i have always wanted to go to denver and go to colorado and see the mountains it's one of the places that we would possibly live in and so the fact that now i have a business thing attached to us yeah. going there at the end of July. I'm super excited to go. So we're trying to see how many days we can spend out that way. Maybe maybe go over to some more of the West Coast and some of the places that we wanted to go to. So maybe a longer trip. But I'm just excited to see mountains. That is my summer yeah. thing I've never seen. Like I've seen... Okay, let me tell you. Southeast mountains. Because mm-hmm. people are like, you've seen like the Rockies and blah, blah, blah. Not the same. Not the same as the mountains that are in the middle of like the west coast over there on that side and the mountain it's called mountain standard time because yeah. there are mountains in it's arizona mountains. and colorado and those places so i'm like trying to get an mst mountains are i don't know if it's because i'm a floridian but like to me mountains are so beautiful they are, i think that's it i think because we don't see them like when people are like oh do you prefer like mountain city or you oh know, yeah beach? The, like, and I'm, BuzzFeed. Like, mountains. <laughs> every time BuzzFeed. like they're just I mean, I remember the first time I saw, like, well, it wasn't the first time I saw mountains, but it was the first time I saw, like, I don't know what you would call them, like, but the mountains that are not on an island. Yeah. Um, so the first time I saw mountains, like, stateside, I literally, like, gasped. I, yeah. It was very dramatic. I was like, they're so beautiful. Yeah. Like, but they are. Like, I know. I mean, just, like, I know, oh, I've driven through the mountains from majestic. here to get to, like, you know, I've done that. I've done the mountains over here. The Rockies are cute. The Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. Super cute. Adorable. Let's do it again sometime. But You guys should go to Sedona while you're out I, there. Uh, I, I, have no, I have thoughts on Sedona. I can't say them on this podcast. Oh, I want to know what they are. <laughs> but they're not positive. So I'm not going to do wanna that. I want to know about it. Not going to do it. I, I, just had a fr- about... I just had a friend who just went to Sedona, and that's why. Oh, no. And, and I just know about experience. the uh, whatever it's called there that's really pretty. Yeah. But it seems cute. Arizona seems cute. I mean, I have people who I know who live in Sedona, like, full time. But 
as women of color, they just never have anything nice to say. Yeah, <laughs> and then my I friend say, that visited said the same thing, and I'm like, that summed that up for me. One of my good friends who is Mexican, her grandparents live out there, and yeah. they've always been like, if you want to visit, like you can it's come out and visit. But yeah. like the photos that like she takes when she's out there, it was so like, gorgeous because oh everything like, looks like and she says and... That she just kind of like walk. Out yeah, and she's like it's not far from their house. Right. Like, it just is right there, and she's like everybody lives by all of us. I'm very things. excited to see so the like, mountains. That's, that's my summer goal. All right, so my second goal is, and I literally wrote this: be outside, even though the sun wants to hurt me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it does; it wants to hurt me. It's not that bad yet, though. It's not that it's bad not yet, that but bad. it's like I know it's coming, and that's kind of you know you. the yeah. issue. It's like I mean, right now I'm like I'm outside as much as I can right. because I'm like let's eat outside, let's. It's do everything cooler outside. here than it is up north, but, so um, we're doing pretty I good. I know that it's coming, especially Saturday was like a little bit of a preview. It got real humid, oh, yeah, and oh no, Sunday, sorry, Sunday, um, because we were outside for Ava's birthday. She turned four, and so <sighs> we did almost everything inside. And then we came outside to do, like, cupcakes with the neighborhood kids and stuff and have popsicles. And while we were outside, I was just like, I mean, we were out there for, like, 30 minutes before I looked around. And I was like, okay, I don't have any kids here, so I'm going to go back inside. Because this this is really hot and humid. So it's just that nasty, sticky feeling and i know i know that's going to be here you know in the summer um we've somehow avoided it normally it comes in march so i'm like i'm not complaining but i'm also just like i know the sun wants to hurt me but i also know that i need to go outside i feel like that's what happened last year i remember that the fourth of july was not that hot it wasn't that hot last Mm -hmm. fourth of july but like the fifth of July, it was, was like that. I'm mean, like soon, like the week after fourth of July, it started getting hot. And I remember August and September were unbearable, it's just like that sticky. Yeah. So I mean, I would love, 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 love if we go with that sort of. Yeah. If we plan. wait until the end like of decent. July, that's fine with me because I won't be here. I say, and I say that because <laughs> I might be moving at the end of July. It's like a big maybe, but if it does happen, then I wouldn't be in Florida anymore. And so therefore, I'm like, it could be hot. I don't care. Bye, I y'all. Here. That's cute. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'm like, I'm not ready yet. I am still trying to be outside. But no matter what happens, I'm just gonna be like, you know what? You got to be outside. Yes, the sun wants to hurt you, but like, bring an umbrella. You can't stop going outside. So right. I'm gonna do my best. And the other thing is, is like every year I say to John, I'm like, you know what? We need to switch our Disney passes because I'm not trying to go to Disney in the summer. Yeah. So we need to get those passes that don't have it in the summer. And so we talk about it, but then we just end up getting the passes for every day. <laughs> and then summer comes around and it's June and like all my friends that made smart decisions with their lives, their don't, passes right. black out. Yeah. And then like we're like, well, we number one, we still have our passes and almost no one we know like actually right. has active passes in the summer. And then also like we don't want to go in the summer because it's so hot. And so but then I feel like I need to go because yeah. I'm paying for it. I have so, a story about David know. being Disney trader. I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it involved us having this conversation. I was like, it's hot. We're not doing it. Yeah. So totally yep, it's agree. Hot. It's so hot. Totally agree. Um, so my third goal is like similar to yours. Like go outside. I need to run more. I signed up for a 10K in the end of September. So I need to to run it <laughs> like that's yeah. the, the goal i always like walk run things um or straight walk them i i really want to run the whole thing so i need to run more which means i need to go outside but before it gets out because the problem with marathon training in florida is that if you do not run before the sun gets up cute yeah that's cute you're you're done now you need to get used to suffocating you're in lots of while it's still nice i need to be outside kind of getting a tolerance for more of the longer mileage and then I'll be I'll be good and it's so interesting because I have people who I know who 
I, I like they don't like they don't have what you would think were ideal, I guess, runner bodies or whatever. But can mm-hmm. run like eight miles, like it ain't no problem. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, what is? I don't. I, I'm like, is it just me? Am I just not? No, running is like a weird it's a, sport because I, I can't see do a lot it. of people that I, I just think like wouldn't be able to run. And the they way can that run. They do, and they, and they can run. Sure they can run ten miles. Yep. Like it's no marathons, problem. Marathons. And I'm just like, I don't. I can't do that like i'm like after two and a half miles my body is like cute 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 and i've understood and i people always say that when you get to five miles it's better and i have found that in the longer marathons that once i get past five miles i'm not as annoying mm-hmm. but getting the tolerance to be able to run five miles without stopping is a very difficult thing to yeah. do if you did not run as a kid and i think that's also the thing is that the people who I, I know can run really easy easily were runners in school so they were cross country mm. or yeah. they did some sport that involved a lot of running and i was not that person my body just doesn't like it doesn't and like it's it. really hard to convince myself to do it because it's so just hard. like Same. my brain is like we don't like this Same. my body's like we Same. don't like this and then Same. i'm like they're asking me like why are we doing this and i'm like i don't really know yeah same that's the, the com- <laughs> like, that is the entire yeah, conversation it's just like, they're like hey there's lots of things my body's like hey yeah. i like a lot of things that are fitness based like let's do yeah. any well, of those especially things because that I like. I'm, you know more into powerlifting running yeah. It can f up your leg day like real quick if you don't do it properly. And that's, so I it's guess also, that's my biggest like thing. With I'm like, I don't want to like, deadlift less I, yeah, to run more. Like, I'm that afraid is not of thing. like messing things up, like yeah. messing up my knees, and like I feel like even the runners that are amazing at running and they know what they're doing end up with like all these issues. Yeah, but I feel like, that, like about all athletics at this point like you just will be that's injured true. that's that's just, just the reality of the situation it seems like runners get injured a lot though and then it's i like, mean lifters do too but depending on how much you're lifting yeah. for sure uh my cousin who does crossfit like she tore her acl Mm-mm. she tore some other See, thing that i no, don't know when you tore your acl you're you're like i feel like your life is this not girl the same. this girl she'd be having surgeries and doing all these things and then like turn we'll, around the next week yeah as soon like, as hey, she is allowed able. to be you know yeah. and i'm just like listen and that's I'm hesitant about that because if you tear your ACL, but I've never ACL, heard anybody be like, "I was doing yoga." And I have. Now I'm in the hospital. I know so many. All the yogis <laughs> that I know, like I, every like professional oh athlete, and I say professional in like a, they yeah, just do like it they, six times or seven times yeah, a week. Like yeah. they're like a rigorous athlete. It's not that they make money off of it. It's their it's daily job. Their, yeah. But yoga, same they're thing. Wrist issues in yoga Ooh. happen a lot because of a lot of the inversions you mm. start to do. Our wrist, but and playing something. I'm like most of yoga is wrist based. When I had a wrist injury, it was amazing to me how much, how limited I was taking my wrist out of my practice, and so that's where my yoga mm. practice started to decline because I weren't yeah. able to use my wrist the same as I have. I've been building it back up and doing a little bit better. But if you, yeah, now I'm actually trying to think of a move that doesn't involve the wrist dolphin. in in like some dolphin. way. Yeah, <laughs> mountain yeah. pose, tree, but anything that's standing. Yeah, like up, that, like that stuff. Or but, like, but like but anything you that's into, like a little yeah, bit challenging. You have like, to like you do your planks on your mm-hmm. forearms then, and then you go into dolphin pose instead Even of doing like, downward dog. Downward dog yeah. is the number one oh rest pose. Dolphin is not like real. It's a rest pose, but it's not the same rest as it, we're not gonna be. It's a yoga podcast. I can talk about fitness stuff all the time. <laughs> I can have a fitness podcast because I know right. so much fitness. So stuff. my last one is uh, because the the sun is going to come for me. Um, I want Snatch to do twice weekly hair treatments. Um, and right Effort. now, like when back in the day, like I was on top of it, and I'd be like deeply, you know, conditioning once yeah. a week. I don't do it as religiously now. And the other thing is, is like if I do, it's just once a week. Even though I normally detangle, like wash and detangle twice a week. Yeah. So I'm like. 
every time I'm watching Detangling, I need to be doing, you know, uh, a deep conditioner. Treatment. So yeah. I need to go ahead and, and get on that. And then um, doing, I want to do daily face masks. So it doesn't mm. have to be the same kind of mask every day, but like last, like last night I did like the fa- the sheet mask. Yeah. Um, or I could do, you know, like just like one that is in right. a tub and throw it on your face, whatever. I want to do one every day because my friend Miguel did one every day for two months and is he glistening? He just looks. He looks like, like Ramo. A Puerto Rican guy. <laughs> like, like his face is like Ramo's face. He looks so good. Um, just like Goodness. when I see, like every time I see him, like honestly, he's just like one of the best looking people I've That's seen fine. in real life. Yeah. So, like I see him and I look at him, and I'm just like, you just look so good. Like I don't even want to take a photo with you because yeah. you just look so good. Like this is like unfair. I don't understand. So, but that's why he just said he was going to try it out just to see what it would be like and give himself thirty. He's he's yeah. he originally did it for thirty days. And then after the first initial 30 days, he yeah. saw such, such improvement. A, yeah. And he didn't do, it wasn't like he stuck to any, like, I need to do this kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just kind of like. I'm just going to take care of my things. face yeah. every day for it 30 like days. Be intentional yeah, about it. exactly. And I mean, he would buy, like, he'd see, like, sheet masks on sale. So he'd buy a few of those. Yeah. Then he might use, um, he bought, like, online. I know they had that, like. Like that mud, like Aztec, whatever yeah, yeah, that yeah. everyone, it's on every list and it's like really cheap. So he'll use that. He'll do like a random charcoal one. So he'll just kind of switch yeah. it up. And, you know, after 30 days, he just I have popping and glowing. So a, this is his I have second one now. mask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I'm not good at face, which is funny because in high school, I, but but also because I had acne, I think that's what it is. When yeah. you have acne, you just do all the stuff you, you can do possibly you do. Can. So you I know don't about like a life. hot yeah. like a mess. And so I I did like I obviously like everybody. We did an apricot scrub and which yeah. we shouldn't have done. Um, that's probably why we're all suffering right now. Is that all of us when we had acne, we did we that did stupid apricot we scrub and yeah. the stupid clarisol and all this random stuff that we put on our face. And now our faces are like chemical oh, what yeah for me like i don't wear makeup and Same. so for me it's kind of like important to have you know really clear skin because i'm not fixing it and covering it up with right makeup you know what i mean and like i don't know how to yeah <laughs> like, well i tell like when the, i try the it, face the gods mess, that so. i know who have beat faces who are in their late 40s and look like they're 12 uh, yeah. the people like Jada Pickett-Smith's mom, yes. which read Table Talk. Oh Please gosh. watch it. She Be is watching amazing. It. Um, they do serum. They say you have to have a serum. You have to have a serum. And so that is my, like, journey for the summer. Also, like, a goal is to get a serum that works for my face. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. apparently, they're, like, a meme that's going around that's, like, if you were born, like, when something came out, you need to be using serums. And yeah. I was like, And the other thing is, wrong. Um, you know, my friends that are amazing at makeup and can be to face, you know, and are professional makeup artists all say that, yes, they can put on makeup and they can cover up things. But if you have good skin, then it you have a clean surface to start with. It's a clean palette. Yeah, and so you're not having to cover up as much. much and, yeah, and you're not spending $90 million dollars on makeup because you're spending so much on cover-up and Yeah, like then and I think like then they can focus a little bit more on like having fun with the look yeah. than just like all the things that they need to like correct Send me your favorite serums um, and send Charisma all your favorite masks so she yes. can use them all summer. I actually probably, believe it or not, have enough i am i don't ha- I have one bit... i have one. Oh no I'm like, like one like like a 20 minute like you're supposed I to put it on like, mask and i've never done a sheet mask i have five like of like the masks that are like in yeah. a container yeah. and each of those would probably last like a month on their own but then i have probably like seven or eight sheet masks yeah. at all times but i'm like i only so use it once a, a week and so i'm like 
do 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 and then I'm like 20 yeah. minutes on a Friday and then have like the Thomas Roth masks which are amazing okay. like the pumpkin enzyme and all that good stuff so send us all your favorite let's skincare hope that a month podcast. from now I, well Thanks. not a month because this is a summer goal so let's summer. hope that in July my skin is, is, popping. is popping awesome well thank you for listening and sending in all your requests for people to talk to you now we're booked through the summer from this yeah <laughs> effort is sending in your personal requests we are always looking for them um we'll be booking back booking, up booking late for the fall um, august so late you of know, august go ahead and let us know people again that you might want in um as you know you can write to us on twitter at heart hustle pod we're on instagram and facebook at heart and hustle podcast use the hashtag boss so hard to show us what you're up to work wise um fitness send us wise. in and yeah fitness health all that balance like life is about balance so work and health um and yeah definitely let us know if there's anybody that you want us to feature in the fall season and we will see y'all in june bye bye where is it i can't find it okay